Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Nashville, it's time for Nashville Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Nashville Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and we uh, have got a great guest today a, uh, who's got a very needed service for a lot of our businesses out there. Aubrey Livingston is with us, folks. She is with GNA Partners. She's the regional sales director there. Aubrey, welcome. Thank you, John. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. So let's uh, uh, get into it. Let's talk a little bit about you and GNA Partners. How, how are you serving folks out there? Yeah, thank you. So GNA has been in business for about 25 years, and we work with companies of all sizes to kind of help them offload administrative uh, HR tasks so that they can focus on their core business. So we use economies of scale around payroll, workers' comp, um, and benefits, and we go to market for about 60,000 employees um, and help, hopefully can cost contain some of the areas that I just mentioned so that um, business owners can really focus on um, growing their businesses. So that's what we do. Uh, uh, a lot to unpack there, but before we get deeper into that, let, let's talk about what's been happening with businesses in Nashville, because there's certainly over the last year or so, it's, it's more than just the pandemic, right? Absolutely. So the business community here has certainly seen its fair share over the last year. Um, gosh, if you think about the last year, we've had two really impactful storms with the tornado and then another storm several weeks later that hit so many business owners. We've had COVID, we've had a bombing, you know, we've had internet outages through all of those things that hit business owners and impacted their ability to do business openings, closing downs, openings, closing downs. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you think about all those things, what we've seen is business owners having to lift and shift and be innovative about how they're going to continue and, and survive. And so I think if I were to think about one word over the last year for Nashville and business owners in this community, it's resilience um, in the people here. And so, um, you know, I can think of a, a lot of examples of this. You see it everywhere and it's all over the country, certainly, but definitely here in the Nashville community. For sure. Now, what, Let's talk about how GNA has helped businesses maintain that resiliency. Yeah, absolutely. So I can think of a couple of examples in our client base. Um, so one example, um, we have a client that is an, an art institute. Um, so they teach things like culinary programs, fashion design, visual arts, um, and they had to go from being in the classroom to completely remote in the midst of COVID. Mm. And if you think about teaching a culinary program or arts um, completely remote and how to dice an onion, right? <laughs> um, and how do you judge um, and teach someone and make sure that they are, they are appropriately dicing an onion um, remotely? Um, it was a big shift um, in, to do that. And what we saw with, with, this, with this particular client is that they had to shift their model, um, were able to come to a model that was remote, but then bringing 
students back into the classroom at a socially distanced schedule. But what ended up coming um, as a result of that is they were able to attract a completely different student base that couldn't attend their classes before. Mm. Um, And so what they would do is schedule students on an individual basis to come in um, safely, socially distanced to do their onion dicing Mm. with the, with the instructor. But what that allowed was a flexibility that didn't exist before uh, for the students and the instructor. And so what they've seen is a tremendous um, uptick in enrollment because of this new flexibility. Um, and it's now a, a, a full-time model. This blended classroom model has become full-time for them. So that's just one story. Um, but certainly we helped develop policies with them as they shifted to this remote learning model. Um, another uh, client that we have is um, in the not-for-profit space. If you think about the not-for-profit sector, a lot of people are not thinking about that sector in the midst of COVID. Mm-hmm. Tremendously impacted because volunteers are not able to go in. Um, they're not able to provide service. Um, people are not donating. They're not, they're not able to kind of be there. But we have a large sector of not-for-profits. In, in this particular instance, it's a, it's a homeless shelter, one of the only shelters in town that will take a family in full and also take um, single fathers and their children without separating the children from their father. But the shelters could not take families any longer during COVID and have them in, in spaces together. So they had to adopt a model with extended stay hotels in the community Mm. to continue to serve in the community. Mm -hmm. So what we saw was an increase in partnerships. And with that partnership, um, they were able to actually serve more families. So they've actually doubled their ability to serve in the community and had corporate sponsorships that they didn't have before. So what we're seeing is is a lot of um, people digging down and, and finding ways to do business that they were not doing before. And GNA supports that by helping come up with policies. There are impacts, obviously, to employees. Um, there, there are new working situations that didn't exist prior, and we need to come in and support them and supplement handbooks and, you know, consult on ways. What are the new risks and implications of these new working environments for their employees? Right. So, in the case of the homeless shelter. Employees are now going out into the community in a way that they may not have been before, right? And so what are the risks for the organization and how can we provide some insulation and bubble wrap, if you will, around the organization to make sure that the the business is protected? So those are things that we help um, consult on Mm -hmm. and make sure that that a company is protected. Yeah, and and we're talking about making changes in an an employee handbook uh, and and guidelines and and rules and what have you uh in some cases that hasn't been done in years anyway right i mean absolutely absolutely you'd be surprised you'd be surprised i actually talked to a bank um a couple of weeks ago and um their handbook had been developed 20 years ago by a lawyer um and so you know it's it's really amazing sometimes the um the world has certainly changed in 20 years Mm. (laughs) so you know i think and i think at, at what point in time did anybody think that we'd need to develop 
social distancing protocols in a handbook and um, face mask and temperature screening and testing mandates. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the things um, that that GNA is consulting on. And now certainly we're talking to people about um, what you can and can't ask your employees as it relates to vaccinations. So those are the things that we are helping employers understand um, in, in talking about as, as we're talking about returning to work. Folks, we're here chatting with Aubrey Livingston, and she's with GNA Partners. So, Aubrey, let's talk about some of the, the things that GNA is doing now to help businesses in the return to work uh, environment that we're in. You know, whether they're going to continue to allow remote work, uh, hybrid, what all, what all that's going to look like, and that's different for every business. Uh, so, what? How are you assisting your clients on that front? Absolutely. So we're seeing a lot of trends, but certainly um, COVID has changed the landscape for employers and employees. I think after a year plus of employees working from home, in a lot of cases, we're seeing that um, employees are, are kind of demanding a different landscape in their return. So um, we're seeing a lot of employers go to a hybrid working schedule, maybe two to three days a week. But what does that look like? So working fully remotely, um, you know, a lot of both employers and or employees were not prepared to manage employees. Managing an employee full time in, in the office is very different than managing a, an employee full time remotely. So we're helping employers develop policies, training, um, manager training. Um, so, you know, learning as a manager how to manage a fully remote workforce is is very different. So, you know, helping d- define these things, write the new policies for a hybrid work schedule. When do I have to be in the office? Do I get to choose the days um, that I'm in the office? Defining what company culture looks like in a hybrid workplace Um, how do I keep my employees engaged while they're working from home? Do I have to be at my computer at this, between these times and these times, or am I allowed to work a flexible schedule? So these are things that people take for granted, Mm -hmm. but when you have people working, working from their home, you have to define, um, am I supposed to be dressed like I'm in the office? You know, there, there are a lot of rules that, that people don't think about. Um, you know, am I supposed to be on camera? Am I not on camera? So there's a, there's a lot of things that we um, help people think through and then define, updating handbooks for these work-from-home policies. Um, and then, again, as I mentioned, helping managers understand how to keep their employees engaged. Should they be doing one-on-ones, um, working through those sorts of cultural things. But employees are expecting a lot more from their, from their um, employers through COVID. They're expecting to hear a lot more about how they're going to keep them safe if I'm going into the office. What's what are policies around keep on cleaning the office? How are you going to keep us safe in the future should something like this happen? So we're seeing a lot more around workplace safety and updates around um, those sorts of things. And then in addition to that, um, things around um, also mental health and, and holistic health um, demanded from employers. And so certainly a lot more around kind of um, wellness programs and, and a demand for that. So GNA has resources um, for wellness programs, 
and a lot of recommendations in those areas. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that in a second. But before we dive into that, it obviously we hear a lot about labor shortage. We hear about uh, the need for better talent acquisition and development of pe- folks internally, retention of your current employees. Um, what, what are some of the suggestions that you have, whether it involves return to work or not? Well, I mean, what what are some of the suggestions you have for business owners and managers that are concerned about their ability to uh, attract and retain good talent? Absolutely. Um, you are correct. I hear it every day that people are trying to fill positions or worried about losing key employees. One of the things that we will do first and foremost is take a look at um, current benefit offerings. How are you, um, you know, looking, looking at what are your benefits? Are they competitive? What is your current pay structure? Um, we can actually do come in and do a, a survey of your employees and ask them what, what they'd like to see or what are they looking for in their benefits so some of our recommendations are to consider um, asking your employees and surveying them and kind of taking a look at, at what they might like to see first and foremost. But I think, um, you know, some of the things that, that I mentioned are, you know, employees want to see flexibility. They want to see things like mental health um, services offered, um, wellness programs, and things that are going to support their overall health. So we're seeing a higher demand for richer benefits. And one of the things that we um, bring to the table is kind of a Fortune 500 level benefit package that's built for small to mid-sized businesses. I think I mentioned, you know, we go to market for um, about 60,000 employees. And so we are able to bring that scale to small to mid-sized businesses that they cannot get on their own. So, you know, when you're looking to retain, um, being competitive in the benefit space is one of the key things that we're seeing a demand for, things like 401k, um, you know, telehealth services um, are really important to to employees today. Let's go back to the the wellness and mental health uh, piece of that. Uh, what 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 are you able to offer a company when it comes to that? If that's if that's what employees are looking for, an employer feels like they need to uh, have those kind of services in place as a benefit. What do you offer in that regard? Say more on that. Yeah, absolutely. We have a, a, a full wellness um, program that we can put into place um, in conjunction with our team, um, if that's something that, that an employer is looking to do. But everything from, um, you know, what I'll call kind of the employee engagement type things that are um, company yoga, <laughs> um, you know, things that we're seeing, you know, as you know, you see the articles because people are working from home and there isn't the stop and start and it's very easy, your, your laptop's on your kitchen table and it's easy to be sitting there and work doesn't turn off at any set or set time. Burnout is at a, is at an all time high. Um, and so things that are supporting from a company level, the, the wellness and, and you getting up from your laptop and actually getting to, to, to have some balance are, are really important. So um, things that are supporting your, your overall health, like um, company wellness challenges, um, yoga, steps, things that are supporting, but then also go back into supporting 
um, I get X number of points for completing a 5K that also support your insurance costs um, are, are helping the business as well. So we're able to come in and, and create some initiatives for the, for the company, but it's also creating engagement. You know, we, we have some things internally that we can put into place for our clients, a, a cooking class that I can take with virtually with um, my coworkers in California. Mm-hmm. And I can choose to do that with my family. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I think there's some things like that that it create remotely or creating engagement inside a company, but are also supporting the idea that um, we can have some fun together, right? And sure. work, work can be a little fun. Sure. As, to your point about telehealth. So I think telehealth, um, people, people um, are, are very open to that. Um, now and um, it's it's obviously um, in the midst of COVID, people I think are taking advantage of that more and more because I don't have to leave my house. I can um, the acceptance of Zoom is higher than ever, and it's here to stay. Um, people realize how efficient that is, and I think a lot of a lot of folks, even though there's Zoom fatigue. I think a lot of folks realize how efficient it is to have X number of Zoom meetings a day as opposed to driving around. Um, and being in the car all day. So I think the acceptance of telehealth and being able to also now um, even meet with a counselor or um, support overall wellness through a virtual visit um, is, is very much accepted and needed. So we, we offer services through telehealth as well in our benefits package. So how does it work for a business owner, uh, in, in terms of uh, they know they've got a need to sit down and talk to you. How does that conversation go and what kind of di- diagnostics do you take that business owner through? Yeah, absolutely. So the, our first step is to sit down and really understand where that business is um, today, current state versus future state. Where are you, where are you today and, and where are you headed? But um we will sit down and kind of do a, a, a cost analysis for you and take a look at, at how we might be able to help and look at strategic areas that we might be able to improve. Um, the great thing about GNA is we have a tremendous amount of flexibility to kind of tailor the offering to where we can do the most benefit. And so we'll take a look at you know various areas that we can offload some some and create some efficiency and hopefully improve benefits. So. They just need to get in touch with us and we can uh, set up a cost analysis for them and, and really do a good job consulting. Great work. Uh, sounds great. Now, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the types of clients that you work with and, and who is a good fit for your services. Yeah, so we can work with – the great news about GNA is we can work with any business um, uh, in, in any industry – um, but our, our typical client is somewhere between uh, 20 to 200 employees um, who is really looking to, to be focused on their business and get rid of some of that back office administration and HR. Um, as I mentioned, people are coming to us today for more and more um, of the uh, HR side of the house and um, really looking for that strategic partner on um how to move forward in this new working world. But if you're looking for, um, you know, how to kind of move forward 
and uh, look for, you know, economies of scale around benefits, we can really help you in that area as well. So that's that's really where we, we come alongside and, and can partner with you. You said something there that I think is really important that, you know, a lot of times um, I think folks may look at a company like yours and all they're thinking of is the cost of benefits to employees. What they don't necessarily compute is, are the savings in, in uh, sometimes hard dollar expense, but certainly aggravation and stress of trying to do all these things themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So at GNA, we like to call ourselves the, um, the million dollar employee without the million dollar cost. A lot of times a business owner is wearing many hats um, and doing a lot of things and they may get to a tipping point in the business where they're trying to think about bringing some things internal or finding one employee that can do a lot of the things that they find themselves doing. And it's often very hard to find one person that carries the expertise of all those areas. And at GNA, uh, we have whole departments of people that only focus on um, OSHA regulations or workers comp or, um, you know, we have hundreds of HR uh, professionals. And so the beauty of, of our service is that we can come alongside and supplement their business. And I like to say we're the Google or Amazon sized HR department built for small to mid-sized business. Mm. So instead of that business owner wearing all those hats, um, we're there to, to prevent them from sitting up at night worrying about what they don't know um, and letting them really focus on that core business. So, um, you know, as far as saving money, you know, a lot of times we're, we're coming in and, and providing a 10% savings in workers comp you know, benefits because of we our scale and going to market and benefits, there's a, a significant savings and benefits, especially over the long, you know, a five-year period, you know, we, whereas in the open market, there could be a shock loss for a 10-person business. Um, that loss is very much buffered inside our 60,000 plus worksite employees. So we're able to cost contain um, inside our pool because we're, we have such scale. So, you know, I think, and we're also able to provide a much richer benefit. You know, an employer may be able to, to provide one to two plans. We can provide, you know, access to a lot number, a larger number of benefit plans um, to an employee. So a lot of choices and options. Um, our, our relationships are already negotiated. And the other thing is, you know, uh, an employer's having to go and negotiate these things all on their own each year at renewal over and over again on their own, we've already negotiated all these things for them. So they don't have to do that year after year um, inside it. So it's, it's creating efficiency. Um, you don't have five to seven different relationships that you have to deal with. You have one point of contact with mm. GNA. So Aubrey, as we kind of wind down here, let Let's look ahead to the post-pandemic workplace. I mean, we've talked about uh, employees maybe coming back to the office, maybe continuing to work on a hybrid um, uh, or a fully remote basis or maybe a hybrid basis. Uh, uh, Talk about that and other trends that you see for the future. Yeah, I think certainly mobility and choice is is a key trend. 
whether I'm in the office or not, employees want mobility and choice. They want the right to choose. They want flexibility. So, you know, we're seeing more and more um, these larger companies coming out and saying, I don't care where you work, you can work anywhere. Um, But people want, they want flexibility and they want choice. Um, So whether it's remote, whether it's a coffee shop, Mm. um, people want, people want the ability to choose um, and they want an employer that's going to give them some rights to choose. Um, as I mentioned, um, safety and health are at the top of everyone's minds. So how you're going to um, to keep me safe and what you're going to do, how you're going to change um, our work environment. If we do come in one to two days a week, what are you going to do and how, what's that going to look like? So redesign an office. Um, and in spaces and in physical spaces um, is, is uh, a big trend. I think certainly we're going to see different footprints in, in, re- in spaces and in office spaces, maybe even sh- a shrink in footprints um, mm. as people um, do that. And I think, um, again, you know, people learning and adapting in, in different technologies. Um, and I think, um, you know, more efficiency as it relates to um, automation in in certainly in the HR space, an examination of um, looking to new technology and tools to automate things and, and how can we be more efficient as it relates to um, tools and, and things that we're using um, to, to kind of work through that. So I think those are some of the things in a post-pandemic workplace that we look at. But I think at the same time, there's also something to be said for people that really want to get back out there and, and, and see people face-to-face, right? So yeah. I think... Yeah. So I think um, the great news is we're here to support it all. Mm-hmm. And um, we have the the tools and the resources to consult for um, all those things. So I'm excited to uh, just be here and, and uh, talk to folks as, as, as needed. So, well, speaking of that, let's get to the most important question is for those that would like to be in touch that you've said something that really, uh, uh, resonates with them in a way that uh, makes them want to reach out. How can they do that? Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you can reach me at 615-682-4153 or at a Livingston at gnapartners.com. Aubrey Livingston, folks. Uh, she's with GNA Partners. Aubrey, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Don. Folks, just a quick reminder that uh, if you want to find our complete archive of shows, you can go to North or uh, Nashville Business Radio X.com. That's where you can find our show archive. And you can also find the show on your favorite podcast app. Just search Nashville Business Radio and you'll find us. Here's my bold ask We'd love it if you'd subscribe to the show uh, on your favorite app. But, uh, What we'd really love is if you would give us a five-star review. Now, it's not about me. It's not about Business Radio X. It's about our guest. We want folks to find the show and potentially connect with some of our guests like Aubrey and others that we've had on Nashville Business Radio uh, over time and uh, utilize their services. That's what the show is all about. So if you could do that for us, we would greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Aubrey Livingston, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Nashville Business Radio.